Hey, Todd. Dr. Wignall, how are you today? I'm doing good. Yeah. How are you? I'm well. I'm well. All right. Fat and happy. <laughs> okay. So today we are talking about a wonderful question. How to deal with other people's bad moods. <laughs> I, you know, it, it, it's sure amazing. We all can relate to, right? <laughs> yeah. You, you know, one of the um, one of the reasons uh, Dr. Wiggle and I started this podcast or we started the podcast was um, if you remember, I came to you one day and I said, Hey, let's partner up and write a book together about relationships and how and incredibly vital they are and how incredibly potentially damaging they are and how to foster good relationships, how to get, you know, the, I, I pitched you this kind of book and you just looked at me and said, how about we do a podcast instead? Um, <laughs> I'm a lazy SOB. <laughs> Um, but, um, this is an interesting question. How do you manage other people's bad moods? Because it does seem like a lot of our clients have people in their lives that they struggle with, um, for one reason or another, but, but a lot of times there are people who are, um, pretty negative or, or, or struggle with a lot of bad moods in their life. And, and our clients seem to really struggle with how do I respond to that effectively? Yeah. So, okay. So a couple of distinctions in here or clarifications. First of all, it's definitely not only our clients who struggle with other people's bad moods. I think this is pretty universal. <laughs> like whether you're in therapy or not, I guarantee you have people That's in your true. life who, That's true. who have bad moods and it's kind of a pain in the ass for you. It's not, it, yeah, it's definitely not pathological to struggle with other people's bad moods. Yeah. And then to your point, I, a lot, a lot of people can be chronically in bad moods because of something they're doing. Like they are overly negative or something, you know, or they're not taking care of themselves or whatever it is. But a lot of people have struggle with bad moods for a variety of reasons that aren't as much under their control. So I just yeah. want to kind of throw that out Very there. true, very um, true. So I, I think like whatever the situation is, we all have to deal with other people whom we care about, who matter to us, right? spouses, kids, bosses, coworkers, whatever. People we can't just say, you know, it's it's if you're, you know, if that you're kind of clerk at the grocery store is in a bad mood, like that's a little annoying, but what, you have to interact with them for 10 seconds and then you're out the door. Like who cares? Right. It doesn't impact your life. But if your spouse is in a bad mood, well, you're kind of stuck with them like <laughs> the rest of the evening <laughs> and then, you know, like you live with them and so it's you can't just say like peace out, like see ya, right? You got to yeah. deal with it somehow. And there, I think, are better or worse ways to deal with another person's bad mood. So what's your first kind of like, let's just go kind of list of tips style for this. Like what's, what would be your first kind of tip for someone who's got a person in their life who struggles with bad moods a lot and they want to be able to deal with those better? Um, I guess my first tip would be to try to increase your own tolerance for other people's bad moods. Hmm, that sounds hard. <laughs> How do you do that? <laughs> well, you know, sometimes I, I get the impression that um, when clients ask this kind of questions, how do I deal with my husband's bad mood? It's almost like they're asking for a solution to help their husband not be in a bad mood. Mm. And that's a tricky business. That's a real managing other people's emotional experiences or moods is a very delicate quagmire of futility sometimes. Um, and so I, first I want to really kind of, um, assess and, 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 
help my client understand that it, it's really difficult to be responsible or to feel responsible for managing someone's bad mood or for, making, I, for getting them out of a bad mood. That was one of mine, like clarify your own responsibility. What, what yeah. actually are you responsible? What, what literally can you be, can you be responsible for another person's bad mood? I don't know. You don't have a whole lot of control over it, actually. Can you be responsible for yourself and how you react to other people's bad moods? Yes. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And there might be something you're doing to contribute to their bad moods. So if you can, yeah, what, what do you have control over and what do you not have control over? But oftentimes the question is asked in a way of saying, I, I want to keep my husband in a good mood or I want to keep my wife or my spouse or my friend or my coworker you know, in a good mood, or I, I want to pull them out of a bad mood if they're in a bad mood. And um, that is a, that is very challenging because it's just not under your control a lot of the time. Yeah. And that, that I think one of the pitfalls people often fall into in situations like this is they end up making people's bad moods worse because they approach it like a problem. So they start, so one of the things I, I often tell people is treat bad moods as a puzzle, not a problem. So your spouse is whatever, you know, super depressed or something. And it's really bringing you down. Um, instead of going into it as like, uh, they've got this problem. How do I make it better so that we can all be like happy and you know, everything's fine. If you, if you think about it as a problem, chances are they are going to perceive you thinking about them and their moods as a problem, which is going to make them feel worse and their bad moods going to get worse, which is make you, and then you're going to feel worse as in like round and round you go. Right. Yeah. So if you can make this little mental reframe of, huh, it's a puzzle. Like this is a challenge. This is, it's uncomfortable. I don't like it. But like, hmm, I wonder what's going on there. Like, I wonder why they might be feeling this way. Um, and that, so I think that can just be a nice little, if you, if you can replace sort of fix it mode with curiosity mode, that can be kind of helpful sometimes. Yeah, I also like that because it, it introduces the idea of um, puzzles take time. You mm, know? Right. And, and oftentimes with time, moods change. Mm. Yeah. Yeah, so it sets your expectations about like, this has to be fixed now. Like, what can I do to yeah. like, make this better right now? Yeah, there's almost an immediate understanding of duration here. Mm -hmm. This might take a little while, and and in the in the taking a little while, oftentimes things will change. Yeah, yeah. All right, what's your what's your next tip? You got another one? Um, you, you know, you know, back to my first one though is is practicing allowing other people to have their own emotional experience. You know, to to allow people to be in a bad mood, and and again, it's not a problem. It's a mm -hmm. it's a bad mood. You know, um, I don't think there's any problem though. Um, I guess my second tip would be putting boundaries around that. So it's fine that you're in a bad mood. Um, but if you keep slamming doors or, you know, this mm. behavior is not acceptable and here's what I'm willing to do or not willing to do around that. Um, so, so not to, and it's not a punishment for being in a bad mood, but it is kind of clearly stating what your boundaries are around that. It's okay to be in a bad room totally bad mood totally get it you're yelling at me though it isn't acceptable right. and and here's i'm unwilling to do that and i'll have to leave if that continues so you're tolerating the mood but you're putting Something boundaries like on the behavior i think is an important yeah. distinction right like yeah yeah that's yeah um very much yeah another thought real quick on your idea of tolerating other people's difficult emotions or, or bad moods is i i think it's helpful um to think about it like other forms of tolerance like take exercise right if you if you want to start getting in shape and, and going for a run you're not just going to like go out and run for an hour right you got to build up your tolerance so you're going to run for like 10 minutes and you're going to be pretty yeah. tired you know if you haven't been running um 
And that, but that fatigue there, it's uncomfortable. It feels bad, but it's not a bad thing. In fact, it's actually a good thing because it's your muscles getting stronger. So the next day you go out and run, you're going to be able to go 11 or 12 minutes before you hit that point. And like you, you slowly work up to the point where you're going for 45 minute jogs and it's, um, it's not a huge deal, right? That's because your tolerance has slowly incrementally built up and you can largely do the same thing with your tolerance for difficult emotions. We just don't think about it like we do physical tolerance, but it really, to a large extent works um, very similarly. So if that yeah. kind of helps demystify it a little bit and make it more ordinary, um, try that. I, I, I totally agree. I, I, I have a, a, a kind of grandiose theory that emotional pain and physical pain are very, very similar. <laughs> they operate on very similar kind of principles. Um, the other thing that I, I, I enjoy teaching people to kind of tolerate other people's bad moods is it, is it really frames that responsibility question that you kind of alluded to at first, which is the more you can allow people to have their own emotional experience, the more you can kind of realize what you have control over and what you don't. Mm. Um, and, and man, is it futile to think that, that you, you are responsible for pulling someone out of a bad mood. I mean, yeah. man, that is, that is a, a losing proposition much of the time. I mean, there's, right. there's occasions where you can really help someone feel better and that's great. Um, but the idea that, um, people can kind of get into this pattern when uh, in, in relationships where they, they can kind of start feeling like, oh, I need to do more. What am I doing wrong? Or what haven't I done? And um, man, there's a real, it's, it's difficult to be responsible for things you can't control. Yeah. Yeah. hundred percent. I think my next one is try some reverse empathy. So reverse empathy is a little term I coined. Um, Cause I never, when people always describe empathy, they always use the metaphor of like, put yourself in other people's shoes, which I, I, I got what people meant by it, but I found it kind of confusing and not especially helpful. Like it's very hard to literally imagine being in someone else's shoes actually. Like to, because you're, people are just different. You are very, even someone you're very close to like a spouse, like you are a very different person. I, I think when you actually think about it, it's, it's quite challenging to literally put yourself in someone else's shoes. So it's the alternative is an imagination, isn't it? Yeah, but, your but like, if yeah. you're in the middle of like, you know, in a kind of emotionally intense situation and you just want to like not lose your shit, <laughs> like what I don't, sometimes it's a little like, it's a little too much. So the idea of reverse empathy for me is you sort of flip it a little bit and you say, all right, I can't put myself in their shoes, but I can think of a time, you know, if my, if my you know, husband's really pissed off because of something happened at work, like I can think of a time when I was really pissed off about something at work and I can remember what that felt like. Mm-hmm. I can remember how in my mind, I remember thinking I should not be this mad, but I just like can't control it. Right. And you yeah. can literally think through when you were going through something similar. I think that's a, a equally powerful, but much easier way to get to true kind of empathy and empathy, to be able yeah. to, you know, to be able to say like, Ooh, that's, that's hard, but like, yeah. I get it, you know? Yeah. I get yeah. It. So anyway, yeah. that, that's my little twist on, on empathy. No, I think that's good. And, and, and maybe even in that frame, you can kind of realize nobody could have just said anything to me to like make me stop doing that, Totally, you know, or make me stop feeling that way, yep. you know, and um, what I needed was time and space and all of those things. And maybe it'll help remind you to give whoever you're talking to that very same thing. Yeah. 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 All right. You got any more? I'm all out. I think, I I think my biggest thing is to increase your tolerance and to allow, to get good at practicing, to allow other people to have their own emotional experience. Yeah. Um, I mean, we, we all kind of, um, in certain relationships can feel a little bit too responsible for how the other person's feeling. 
Right. Um, and it, and it's a good idea to remind yourself that you um, do not have control over those things. I got one more, if I can throw it in here at the end. Validate your own emotions. So one of the problems I see with, with this, um, having a hard mm. time dealing with other people's difficult moods is, somewhat you're foul, you get home from work, you're in a good mood, cruise home, and your spouse is just in a foul mood. Mm. And you're just like, ah, oh, damn it. Like, I was so <laughs> looking forward to it being a great night or so, you know, like whatever. And now yeah. I'm, you know, in a bad mood. And, th- and then you start thinking, oh man, now I'm in a bad mood. And you start kind of getting down on yourself for feeling down because your spouse is down. And it just turns into this giant mess. Like as soon as you start judging yourself for how you feel, things always go way downhill. So I think one of the best things you can do right off the bat um, is as soon as you notice somebody is in a bad mood and you inevitably feel something not great as a result of that, take 20 seconds and remind yourself, you know what, if my spouse is in a bad mood and I start feeling bad, it makes sense that that's going to bring me down a little bit. Like that happens. It's okay. Like it's a bummer, but it's, 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 there's nothing wrong with me because like I feel a little bit down now that my spouse is down. Like that makes sense. That would happen to anybody. You say, just do that. And it's like a little pressure release valve. And so now at least you're not feeling bad about feeling bad. You, you just are feeling bad. And now you can think about how can I be supportive to this other person who's, but if you're, if you're feeling bad and you're feeling bad about feeling bad and you're trying to help someone else who's feeling bad, good luck. <laughs> yeah. Or if you're feeling anxious about not being able to make totally. them feel better. Yeah. Totally. Yeah. Well, the other part, you know, when I, when I talk to clients about um, assuming control of their own emotional experience, right. Um, we, we talk about this often. And, and as you do that, you also really get better at allowing other people their own emotional experience. Yeah. You know, as soon as you, you know, can really assume responsibility for your own, it's a lot easier to kind of say, well, this is your, <laughs> this is your issue, not mine. And, and so yeah. it is and, a kind of a dual process that way. And there's so an as you come home and you notice your, your spouse is in an awful mood. You can also say, well, that's how they're feeling. And this is how I'm feeling. And it's yeah. okay for me to feel this way. And it's okay for them to feel that way. Yeah. And you being able to say, it's okay for them to feel that way, to validate how they're feeling, right? Yeah. If you can prime yourself by doing that for yourself with your own emotions mm-hmm. first, mm-hmm. it's going to be easier to do it for them, which is going to make yeah. the whole situation better. I actually like that idea. That's a good, it kind of sets the stage. Yeah. Good idea.